Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I'm coming back at you with another podcast and we are on episode 70 tonight. We're going we're doing a little late night pod as promised. Tonight's topic is you on Netflix. It is a series, the Netflix original series, slick, psychological, dark, suspenseful, thriller, drama, all of it and it's fire (laughs) I loved season one and season two but when I watched that um, I was not podcasting yet so um, we'll do a quick debrief and we'll jump right in I do want to make it a fun weekend of recapping each episode we'll try to do two at a time Um, and, and you know we might get done by you know early I say Tuesday if we do two at a time, but knowing me, when I get to watching it tomorrow, I'm a binge watch it. So we'll see how it goes. Maybe we can do recap every three. <laughs> I, I'm loving this episode. Uh, I watched one and two, so I want to enjoy it with you guys. I don't know if you binge watched it yet, but I'm only doing two at a time for right now. Um, I did have a really busy day. I recorded a podcast earlier today, so I did do Big Sky. If you catch that, it's on. It comes on every Thursday night. Uh, it also airs on Hulu the next night. It's on ABC, ABC TV show. It's a really good show. Um, it's slept on. So if you haven't watched it, that's on Hulu as well. That's fire as well. So I, I have started recapping that. So I recorded that earlier and I had a lot to do. So I was only able to watch two, but tomorrow I have more time on my hand. So if I get three in, we can do three tomorrow uh, recap three episodes tomorrow um by we're doing two episodes i don't want to keep you guys too long um don't forget you can follow me on my social media platforms alicia shanice for facebook um on ig it's alicia shanice reviews i made it easier for you guys to find me on ig i know a lot of people don't do instagram so if you want to follow me on facebook you're more than welcome if you choose ig it's alicia shanice reviews um i have made all of my split my playlist on Spotify public. So if you love music, I have some dope playlists on there. Um, Romance, hip hop, gospel, blues, whatever you want. I got you. And if you're a Michiganer, because I'm from Michigan, it's Sweetest Day weekend. And I got a little romantic late night tip. So all you got to do is go to Spotify, type in Shanice Loves and all of my playlists pop up. So enjoy. I have made them all public. Um, In the times we're living in now, health is wealth and stress is at an all-time high. So if you live in the Atlanta area, specifically Roswell, doors open October October 25th for Ambience Health and Wellness Spa. You can follow them on Facebook and IG, Ambience Health and Wellness Spa. And you can book your appointment at www.ambiencehealthspa.com. They will be specializing in mineral detox body wraps, vaginal steams, iconic foot baths, and colonics. They will even be doing the Korean hip baths and have the Himalayan salt and fair sauna therapy and much more. So why not go in and get your spa day on? Doors open October 25th. And pretty much that wraps up the church announcements. Don't forget to tune back in Sunday as we recap our BMF recap. Um, stars, shout out to 50 Cent as usual. 
And that pretty much wraps up the church announcements. Let's go ahead and get into the show. And she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. So, um, this was the year before last. Um, a couple of my friends, they kept telling me about this show and I'm like, I don't know. They was like, I'm telling you. And then my brother and his wife, they, uh, were watching it too when they were telling me about it. So literally I started watching season one and I think I binge watched it so quick within four days. I was done. (laughs) I was done with the whole series season one and season two. And I have been waiting for season three to come out. But when COVID hit, you know, that slowed up a lot of production for these shows. So I have been fiending for it. And at that time I was working a lot of overtime at my old job and we had a lot of downtime as well. So I don't want you guys to think I just wasn't doing nothing but watching TV straight for four days. I was working, making money too, (laughs) but we had a lot of downtime. So I was able to cut on my phone and binge watch this show. And it left me on the edge of my seat after every episode. So it just dropped today. I kind of wanted to enjoy it with you guys. So I'm going to do two at a time. Um, at the most, I might do three tomorrow. And then we could just do one recap, recapping um, episode three, four, and five, if you guys like. But tonight, we're going to do one and two. That's all I've seen. So I have not been watched the whole entire series. So let's go ahead and get into this. So season one. Joe, he met Beck at the bookstore. Um, I'm sure you guys know Joe is obsessed with books. Uh, he he has this thing with libraries and bookstores, and um, he in, he instantly got an obsession, an instant attraction, a fatal attraction. He ended up killing uh, her boyfriend, her best friend, many other people. We found out that he killed his other ex-girlfriend, Candace. Um, he ended up killing Beck (laughs) at the end. He ended up setting up her, uh, her therapist, which was John Stamos, Uncle Jesse from Full House. And then he did all that turmoil and dipped out of town. But in season one, I'm wondering, uh, he, when he killed their best friend, her best friend came from like a rich family and he did leave some evidence there when he used the bathroom and they had an investigator looking into it. So I'm wondering, I I don't know if you guys binge watched it yet, but I'm wondering if somehow that's going to pop back up because it kind of was mentioned in season two, but we don't know. In season two, he moved out of town, called himself Will, tried to start a new life. He met Love and her brother, Forty. They had this weird brother-sister dynamic twinship. <laughs> you know, the her friends, they were all just, they were different. But they were in L.A. And, you know, he was got obsessed with her and she actually fell in love with him. But towards the end, he ended up. Also, in season one, he ended up befriending a young boy. He has this thing where, you know, he was abandoned. So he um, looks out for children who were in kind of his similar situation. So in um, 
season one, I want to say the little boy he was looking out for his mom was a drug addict. In season two, he befriended the little girl, Ellie, who was getting raised by her younger, I mean, with her older um, sister, but she was, you know, younger. She was still kind of growing, you know, as well. And he ended up having like a little split affair with her. He also had a split affair with the boy from season one. So anywho, you know, all that stuff goes through. He ends up falling in love with love. She's back in love with him, but they kind of break up. And towards the end, he finds out she's just like him, loves to kill slash everything else like he does. And her brother ends up getting murdered. Uh, she ends up killing Candace, who wasn't dead. And she ends up killing Ellie little girl's sister and he sends Ellie off and we still see that he's sending Ellie money so that kind of sums it up like he was obsessed then he found out she was just as crazy as he he was and then he wasn't in love with her no more but hey they had a baby on the way <laughs> so now they're in a whole no, a whole nother state they have moved far away from LA and they have a baby and starting a whole new chapter covering up all of that past so that pretty much sums up season one and season two I'm sure you guys probably have already watched it but for anyone who didn't we just had to do a little recap remind ourselves what happened and you know do all of that so um the opening scene we see Will remember his his name was Will in season two but now it's Joe he is <clears throat> He is, he is, his mind, we see how his mind is working now. He is different, you know, and he feels like he's locked into this prison of a life because of his baby girl. And he feels, <laughs> you know, he just talks about like, I only am here to, you know, how he talks, like, I'm only here to protect you. It's, it's only for this, for my daughter and this, this, and then when love go into the hospital and her baby pop out with a little wee wee and we find out he having a boy he says i am fucked <laughs> so when he learned he is having a boy that kind of shifts his whole attitude and we see the mom uh love's mom is in the hospital room as well and she is like that's karma because god owed us a boy and it's basically 40 reincarnated. So it opens up like that. And he just is like, I am screwed. When he finds out it's a boy, he was so disappointed. So we see um, they have moved far away. And they're in like this little gated community where everybody knows everybody and everybody knows everybody's business. And love, she seems like she's having uh, postpartum depression and still mourning her brother as well you know if you watch season two we seen they were twins and they had a deep connection and how he went out so you know that's affecting her as well she had been looking out for him since he was a, since they were adolescents and we also see that Joe, he doesn't have a connection with his baby, which is strange on how he is with all the kids that we've seen him with in season one or season two. But since he found out it's a baby boy, he don't have no connection with the baby. And um, <clears throat> we, we go on into the show and we meet Sherry. 
She is the mom influencer, the podcaster. She's local famous in the town and super bitch. <laughs> She's super bitch so far. And we see love. Her whole aura has kind of changed. Um, she's ready to stab the po poor Sherry. As soon as she meet her, she like, I should stab her in the eye. <laughs> and then Joe's like, it would be funny if she didn't actually, you know, she, you know, if this was somebody who actually wouldn't do this and this was just a joke. So um, we see it's love. Her whole aura is changed. And then as crazy as Joe is, he is like freaked out by by what love does like you know it was all cool for him to go and do all this gruesome stuff stalk kill everything kidnap you know just everything in a book but you know he find out she do the same thing he do and now he acting like he's scared of her and she's this vicious snake like it's weird so um we go into another scene and we see the neighbor natalie Poor, poor Natalie, who has no idea who is next door to her. She's waving, smiling. We see Joe has started following her around. He's following her to grocery stores, um, bookstores, everywhere he can think of. He's watching her out of windows. And uh, we see that while he's waiting outside the grocery store in his car, he has a flashback of living um in a group home and growing up and having it rough in there, getting beat up and abandoned and everything. So we see where his abandonment issues come from and how he kind of got the way he got. Um, so we see he's just following her around. Even when he got the baby, he following her around, <laughs> you know, love like, look, it's your turn. You take him. He takes the baby. I mean, he is following her everywhere she goes and love, she decides to go takes one of uh, Sherry's classes, and she goes out for lattes with her and her friends, and we see she has changed since season two, and we can kind of tell how phony Sherry them is, like, they are just over the top and just extra, but we then see Natalie, she knows Joe is watching her. Like when she comes outside the grocery store, she like, I bought you for, I bought this for you. So she didn't bought him condoms. Uh, him, when she seen him in the bookstore, she left a book for him. And then when love leaves, she calls him. She didn't got his number from her husband. You know, he's a tech guy. So she didn't got his number and she calls him over for a drink. So, you know, that kind of had me on the edge of my seat. Like, um, you better leave Joe alone. I don't think you know who the wife is, sis. <laughs> so, um, they're sitting there, they're having drinks, they're bonding. And the whole time that they sitting there doing all this, the whole thing I can think of is love slicing her ass up. <laughs> So she ends up, um, they're toasting to a new friendship. She cuts herself. And we all know Joe is the perfect person to wrap up, slice, bandaged wound up. <laughs> and child, she like, let me show you my book room. So they're bonding over books, conversation, loveless marriages. And when she, when she gets him up to her bedroom, they started kissing and 
when they when he walked in and grabbed those panties off the floor, I laughed so hard <laughs> because he has this thing with panties. Remember, he stole Beck's panties, and it's this thing he has with boxes of, you know, them stalker tendencies. He keeps everything in a box. So, child, when he grabbed them panties, I said, <laughs> I said "Man, oh, he's psycho." But we see Natalie is kind of ready to give it up and have an affair and. You know, Joe, when they kiss and getting it on, he remembers he's married and he takes off like, nope, baby, wife, look, I was only looking for a friend. And he takes some pills on off back next door. So when he gets back home, um, he apologizes to love. They go upstairs and get it on for the first time in six months. And yeah love is back happy she like my husband loves me he's acting back normal now like oh i remember you <laughs> you know so um after that they end up going to sherry's party and looking like a perfect normal couple that um neither one of them are not looking like the sociopaths they are and when they get there we see that they have already did all of their research while drinking wine on the computer. They've already done all their research on the neighbor's history. So they already know like who married to who, they're, what they do for occupation and everything. And while they're kind of mingling and talking, Natalie and her husband, Matthew, walk in. And one of the guys, he gives a Joe a history. No, they give love a history lesson on Natalie. Like, you know, when Matthew was married, kid and everything, and, you know, he had an affair with Natalie, and that's where she came from. She's a serial cheater. So, loves, hears that, and she takes off. But when she takes off and goes into the house, who does she hear other than Sherry telling all of her business and talking trash about her? Like, her brother was a crackhead uh her her financial issues how they packed up and bought a new life here i mean sherry is just doing the most she's changed from little miss upbeat momsters like and love she's listening hurt and natalie walks in and then they started bonding so you know natalie is telling her like look don't pay them no attention they talk about everybody get used to it if we're going to be in this small town and you know, she like finds something that you like to do. And remember in season two, love was a chef. And she like, well, I always wanted to open up my own pastry. I'm a licensed chef. And Natalie's a realtor. So she like, I know where a perfect building is at. So while they're doing that and they're just bonding, Natalie opens up her big mouth and say, well, we'd love to have you over, you and your husband over. We, we never had either one of you over. Mind you, Joe has already told Love that he's been over for a drink with the wacky neighbor. So, <laughs> so not a love that wakes her up, red flag, and she takes off. And while they're walking home, she gets to going off on Joe. Like, why I'm trying to be the perfect wife, you're fucking the neighbor. <laughs> so they kind of go back and forth and <sighs> They end up having a nice heart to heart after they kind of go off. And then Love kind of tells him, like, look, 
I don't even care if you slept with her. Are you infatuated with her? Because she knows Joe. She loves Joe for Joe. And he kind of looks. So she kind of knows what's going on. And they end up having a heart to heart and walking home. When they go home, before he closes all the way up, um, he's up in his room looking down outside. And we see him and Natalie having a stare off in the window. So Natalie still ain't learned her lesson, honey. And when he goes back to the library... Um, when he's reading a book to the baby, the way the baby looked up to him when they first had their little bonding moment and he realized the baby didn't, did not hate him. <laughs> the way that baby was looking at that baby, that's a cute baby. But the way the ba- that, that baby was looking at him and he trying to explain everything, child, Joe got issues. So this was the most chilling scene ever in episode one. Um, while Natalie is showing love, all of the build the building you know to purchase the the building for her pastry shop is going from scene to scene like a flashback and we see love all exciting all excited pulling all of her you know bakery equipment out but in the meantime she goes and she sees a little um you know one of the vents kind of open like somebody's been in in and out and she sees one of joe's stalker boxes that she knows he keeps when he gets obsessed and she goes through it and sees that he got this woman panties and when they slept together in the first time in six months he had the panties in his hand he got all the little the little wrap where he wrapped her up with when she sliced herself and love loses it so Natalie walks her down to the basement and I was thinking, please don't go. And when they get down there, damn love, she sliced her up. <laughs> and that was episode one. Episode two is titled, well, episode one was titled, um, happily ever after but episode two is titled so i married an axe murderer and they're in couples therapy while they're in couples therapy it kind of goes back and forth really fast with the flashbacks and them in therapy and them cleaning up love's crime scene and then we even get a glimpse of the ex-girlfriend candace who love had the murder at the end Joe thought he murdered her, but then she came back and wasn't dead. She was buried alive and basically love finished the job off towards the end of season two. So um, they're kind of going back and forth and they're kind of talking in code to where we know that they're talking about actually killing each other, but the therapist doesn't know that. So this man, he said I was wrong. Natalie, I thought you were the problem with my marriage, but no, the problem is my fucking wife. So he's talking about love. And when Joe is wrapping up Natalie's body, uh, and he puts that hat on her hat and her sweater and pulls out the <laughs> pulls out the driveway in that parking lot. I said, oh my God, these are two sociopaths. Who are like made for each other. They don't need to, they don't need to date nobody else but each other. Please stay together, move to your own personal town. Cause these are two loonies, you know. So um 
Joe basically he 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 when he comes in there he covers up the poor baby eyes because he don't want the, the baby to see the, the dead body and he is like love what the hell did you do and she is just sitting there and she like you clean it up so it kind of goes like back and forth where we see him we see them talking to the therapist and then we see them cleaning up the crime scene love basically she throws that box in his face he don't know what to say she takes that baby and like here you clean it up you started this mess <laughs> so basically um this was basically a therapy episode um joe thought he kind of covered all of his angles um he got Natalie's disappearance looking A1. He didn't did the text messages and throughout the text messages, he see that he wasn't nothing but some little fun for her because she's texting her um sister, like, should I just F the boring neighbor? And he like, that's all I was to you, a boring neighbor. <laughs> Cause you know, he fall in love just off of that's you. Looks look here, look at the, that's you. So it kind of goes back and forth really fast. And then we also see in therapy that, you know, love was at the grocery store and she was getting her little flirt on with the young guy. Um, He comes up and he's flirting with her. And, you know, she brought that up in therapy. And I don't even think Joe cared. He said he was, I don't even think Joe cared. He said he was flattered here. <laughs> so, um, that basically covers that part. And then we kind of see Joe goes back to the library where we can already tell this is about to be his sacred spot. He has a thing with books and, and bookstores and everything. Um, it showed a lot about how he became obsessed with books with, I think his name was Mr. Mooney in season one. So um, Joe goes back to the library and he has to go downstairs. The lady, she kind of looks a little irritated with joe but i'm thinking they're going to become friends because he's going to end up working there eventually and she um takes him downstairs and uh we see he sneaks a book out and when he's re redoing a book up uh because he's talented in that part he has expertise in that build we see that he's still sending ellie money so he is still taking care of ellie so i imagine not sure because i only did these first two episodes i think ellie might pop back up soon um because remember she didn't have anybody so he gave her the money and told her to get far away but we see that he's still in contact with her and sending her money so um we get into the next scene and we're seeing that they're kind of doing the therapy talk. So they're before they get angry, they're kind of saying, well, I think we, they're doing the therapy talk and then they go to the birthday party. And when they get there, we see all the men there. They like, Hey, there's Joe. Hey, Joe, let's get drunk. But when love goes in there with Sherry and Sherry's friends, they're standoffish, uh, Sherry is being real condescending talking about you know her family in condescending ways I don't like Sherry Sherry not gonna make it to season three baby alive with all the jabs she throws Sherry's not gonna make it I don't think but um Sherry is kind of being condescending loved and made her famous cupcakes they don't want none honey but as soon as they walk out the twins get into the cupcake. So Sherry comes in and she goes off. She is livid. And her husband walks over there like, don't worry about it, Joe. 
I'll, I'll just give her a little bit of you know what later and she'll calm down. But while he's talking about that, he's like, look, the, my kids, their heart rates, they're fine. Look, I got the, the GPS, the, the heartbeat, the pulse thing on the ring. It's one of from Matthew's apps. Because <laughs> remember, Natalie's husband, Natalie, her husband, Matthew, is like this techie guy who has all of these apps and companies. And that's when he realizes that everybody in the town has the same ring on. So he's like, fuck, Natalie had the ring on there. It can be traced to where she's buried at. So him and love, these fools take off. They go dig that body up. We see Joe has removed her damn teeth. He got to get the ring off. So he breaks the finger. Just <laughs> all the killing love, dude. She can't even take to watch the finger get broke, basically. She's like, why does her face look like that? So we get into the next scene and while they're explaining everything to the to the therapist, they're like, well, you know, you know, I just feel like, you know, I want to kill her. So she's like, well, don't worry, guys. 50% of marriages, they think they want to kill their spouse, but none of them actually ever do it. You guys aren't murderers. Shit. <laughs> So the therapist, she kind of funny too. And um, they end up coming to the conclusion that the issue with their marriages is their marriage is abandonment issues. They both have abandonment issues. So towards the end, after a lot of opening opening up and making, you know, talking in subliminal code, so the, the therapist doesn't recognize that they are actually murderers and sociopaths. They kind of come to an understanding and towards the end, we see they fall back in love with each other. They go back home and when he sees love is playing with the baby, he kind of sees a softer side of her that he hasn't seen since when he first met her. So I guess he realizes he's back in love with her. She's never fallen out of love with him. It's, it was him. So they kind of get back together. They get to having makeup, sex and you know, they go open up the bakery because she purchased that from Natalie before she killed her, of course. But while they're setting up the bakery, they have to do something just in case something else happens and they got to let some steam off or find a secret place. And they built Joe's famous glass captive cage, I guess you could say. They built that up just in case, you know, anything pops up and each one of them hide a key. Just in case, guess just in case each one of them lock each other up, so they both got a secret key hiding somewhere. And uh, we see Joe ends up um, going back to the library, and the lady is impressed because of how he made the, you know, how he rebranded the older book. So I have a feeling that he's going to end up working here. And we also see. You know, them still paying attention to the neighbor's home, trying to see if, you know, cops have showed up or whatever. So love goes next door and she, you know, make cupcakes to try to get some conversation to see what do they think about Natalie's disappearance. And when she goes over there, we see the little young little flirtatious boy. That's the stepson of Natalie. So he's like, I'm next door. So I think this is going to be a lot of turns and twists. I don't know if you guys have already binged watched it. I'm going to do a few episodes tomorrow. I think I'm going to try to do three 
but I know for a fact I'm on my recap tomorrow. I'll do two, but I'm going to try to do three. So I'll be back on tomorrow, but it's already starting off strong. I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of twists and turns and all type of plot twists because like this show is so, so suspenseful and just brilliant. So I loved, I loved it. I love Joe and love together because they are both just crazy <laughs> but um i loved it uh that was my recap for episode one and two please tune back in tomorrow and we will recap three and four for sure hopefully we can get five in too so we can make it a full weekend of um recapping you and have a good little fun weekend of doing something different so it's your girl shanice i hope you enjoyed and i'm out hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.